Uh, cool. Whenever you're ready. Don't tell me what to do. Okay. Right. Three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Films on Trial. Uh, this week, we're doing a very special one-off episode. We're going to review the year that was 2019. I'm Gav. I'm Alex. I'm Joel. I'm Dave. And I'm Austin. <laughs> And just like 2019, we've had our fair share of incorrect election results. <laughs> <laughs> now, seriously, if you've never heard this show before, uh, very yeah, very niche UK joke that was, by the way. Um, so if you've never heard this show before, what very we usually niche, do... Like, yeah. <laughs> very, very niche is in like all of UK listeners <laughs> should hopefully know what it was. Um, anyway, but what we do is we usually put a film on trial. It's as simple as that. However, this episode would be slightly different as we instead review some of our favourite and least favourite movies, moments and people of the past year in our review of 2019. Uh, there's also some light-hearted shenanigans to keep you entertained, including a quiz, some average impressions, um, sound effects, and a whole lot of banter. So do stick around. So I think the first thing we should probably talk about is what our favourite film of 2019 was. Now, we don't have to have reviewed this on the show, just what was the favourite film that you watched? You know, at the cinema, on Netflix, whatever Joel? Uh, easy one for me so it was Endgame like it was just everything I wanted it to be it was an example I think to other films that came out this year of how to tell a story uh, especially across a whole bunch of films you looked sated when you came oh, out <laughs> I, I was mind blown so, so you weren't disappointed at all uh, there wasn't sort of like anything that you wish could have been done better well, I mean, of course there was, but no, I wasn't disappointed because I just appreciated it for what it was. Yeah, because there's that, there that feeling, wasn't there, that, you know, like, oh, they're going to be able to pull it off. They've been working on this for 20-odd films. You know, they're going to get to this final stage and it's going to be a bit of a letdown. But, you know, highest earning film of all time now. Did you did you, did you you get there? Yeah, no, I I, oh, I got there. I got there at least twice. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched it on the plane um, to America as well. You know, it's the first film like, out of all, you know, like, 700 whatever films that you're you're allowed to view I was like screw it you know I've only just watched this a couple of months back but I thought it was brilliant absolutely brilliant I'm gonna jump in there and say this is actually the film I chose as my favourite of 2019 as well so I agree with Joel I just think so much was riding on this film you know they'd been building up to this this film for so long throughout the Marvel franchise there was so much expectation so much riding on it they nailed it most most of the time in that scenario people would have bailed it they'd have bottled it they'd have done something wrong they got it right so yeah. kudos to him. I, mean, I, I didn't think. I mean, I didn't really. I didn't dislike it. I just didn't think it was as kudos. good as it could have gone yeah. to be there. Man. I wasn't. <laughs> I, I wasn't bothered about it either. Yeah. If, I'm, if I'm honest, I liked it. I thought it was fun, yeah. but I wasn't. Actually, know. we went and had a drink afterwards, didn't we? Yeah, and we're, I was like, yeah, like I just think we talked yeah. about other stuff. Yeah, I would. Uh, for me, it was what a film that came right at the end, which was Marriage Story, which I thought was amazing. No bound back. It's on Netflix. Um, Right, really good performances. Adam Driver, who for me is like one of my favourite actors at the moment, to be honest. Um, really, really quite powerful stuff and feels quite true. So yeah, definitely worth a watch if you haven't seen it. Brilliant. Um, well, I, I, well, I'm uh, kind of away from the um, big action films. Uh, my favourite one is Midsummer. If anybody saw that, so uh, by director Ari Aster. Um, so I, I guy who did what was he for? Hereditary. That's well, see, this is the thing. So, so I think I know we didn't go and watch Hereditary before, but we were talking about how amazing it looked on, on this show, actually. And it just for me it was overblown. 
they kept on saying that it was the best horror film. Well, the trailer messed it up for you, didn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the the, the, it the was trailer a good horror said, film, but the trailer exactly. It for you. Like, I think that like horror, like trailers, especially horror trailers, are just so rubbish these days. It's like that whole thing that um, what is it? Uh, Robert Zemeckis says with trailers, it's like. A, a Big Mac, you know what I mean? You, you, you want to know exactly what you what you want. When you see a Big Mac, you know what you're going to get. So with a film trailer, it needs to be the same. So with horror trailers, they, they show you kills, they show you, you know, like the mm. Halloween trailer, it showed just so many times that Michael was just about to kill somebody, but then the, you know, the yeah. camera moved away and you're like, well, you know what's going to happen? There's no way they're going to no be able to... No tension in the yeah. scene anymore, yeah. And with Hereditary, it was the exact same. They show, like... The film itself is quite slow paced, slow burner, um, sort of a bit like Stanley Kubrick, David Lynch, but they sh- they showed it like it was a terror a minute sort of thing, but it wasn't. It was and it, it, it just ruined. a bit where spoiler Gabriel Byrne like ignites. Yeah, yeah, which was a big one. So, so going into Midsummer, I didn't look at anything, I didn't review anything, read any reviews, and it, I thought it was amazing. I thought the performances were brilliant in it. Uh, Florence Pugh. Incredible! I absolutely, I think she's one of my favorite actresses at the moment. Every film I've seen her in, three films actually this year, um, she's been fantastic in, and she's going to be in the next um, MCU film as well. She's going to be in Black Widow, so I'm, I'm made up that she's actually getting massive roles going forward as well. So well done, uh, Austin. What was your favorite one? I know, I'm torn between two. Uh, one was uh, Into the Spider Verse. Oh, yeah. Really oh, yeah. <clears throat> and that was, uh, oh, well, it was 2018, though. What was that, 2018? very British in a way. And there were some bits which probably shouldn't be that emotional, but I was like, fuck, that's really, they've just portrayed that really well. It gets you, even though there's no like, there's no incidental music, there's nothing much happening, but they just, it was just so well acted. It was, there was just that scenes of it, which is just so real. Yeah. Even though it's, you know, it's essentially like a documentary. It should be pretty shit. It's, it's about wrestling. It's about, um, oh, I can't even remember her name now, but, uh, Paige. About Paige. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it should be, rubbish but actually I, I thought it was a really good film and um and everybody came off came out really well from yeah. it, it was well, just well, really as, good, as i yeah. just said you know the three performances this year from yeah. florence Pugh. yeah yeah, yeah. she She's played Paige, yeah, yeah, yeah. she was fantastic in that like really real uh, emo- <coughs> yeah. emotions and you know performance brilliant yeah it totally, right. totally got me yeah don't have to ask you your best performances do we <laughs> uh, okay so moving quickly on to what, what do you think the worst film of 2019 was for you so let's start with dave worst release this year for me i might be being harsh i didn't see that many films but men in black international Oof, yeah. was just an epic failure for Not me yet. it was I'd, it was bad it i'd was actually press that yeah i think i was quite disappointed by it as well because i like chris hemsworth i like tessa thompson this could have been so much more uh but it just fell to pieces that's how not to continue a franchise and how not to do a sequel it was just really disappointing, wasn't it? it was really, because bad. of what had come before. But then yeah. again, I mean, well, really, yeah, Men, Men in Black, Black One is the only good one. Yeah, really, Men in Black Two and Three were a bit shit. They're not great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just it was the hope that you know rebooting a franchise might give it some more life. You know, might prolong it a bit. But it just didn't. I think it uh, rammed the final nail in the yeah. coffin. I think we were a bit franchised out at that point as well, weren't we? Yeah. Like, did we need another one? 
No, it's the no. answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think no. you're right. I think that any other franchise than Marvel was not really going to get a look, and no one was doing it as well as them, so mm. there was kind of no point, was there? So, so Ozzy, what was your worst film in the end? I, I don't know. I mean, it probably came in 2017. <laughs> 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 I, I, I can't think of one. Come back to me in, in one person's time. Okay, <laughs> Alex? Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. I just... Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was awful. Like, really boring. And it just made me think how there are now far more shit Star Wars films than there are good ones. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I've never been a, a mega fan of the whole the thing, but I, I thought Rise of a Skywalker was just incoherent. It was boring. And honestly, I teach, like, nine-year-olds, like, how to write stories. And if they came up to me with those sort of, like, oh, he, he falls in a pit and then he comes out and then he's alive and then she dies, and then I'd honestly be like, no, no, no that's, that's rubbish. Like, don't, you can't do that. <laughs> Oh yeah, if you I can't, teachings I'm... for you. If it's... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to hold. I'm going to hold a franchise that's got like you know billions to the same standards I would a nine-year-old writing. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, Joel, you're a massive Star Wars fan. Would you agree? Did, did it seem like it'd been written by a nine-year-old? Um, uh, <laughs> I well, I mean, I, I agree on on many points. The only thing I disagree on is that you know I wasn't bored watching it. I was at least entertained watching it. Um, but the whole kind of trilogy overall, um, especially when you compare it to Marvel, you know, Star Wars only had mm. to knit three films together and then knit them together with the <laughs> other six, and they couldn't fucking do that. <laughs> shows, you what, shows you really what Marvel did, you know, doing it for 20 or 30 films or whatever it was. Well, you were saying it before, like, I don't know why Star Wars didn't have the plan and be like, right, this is what you're doing, this is the story. Do it however you want, but that's the story, that's right, yeah. what you're doing. I think that's essentially the plan they did have, and Ryan Johnson just went complete wild card on, this, on the whole thing. I, well, I, 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 mean, I, I, I let him to blame at his door for this one. I don't know, you know, because I think with J.J. Abrams, I think yeah. he pulled some weird shit out of the back for the third one. Like, oh, by the way, guys, Palpatine's back. So I, everything from the previous two films been undermined. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree that was a bit weird, but I do feel sorry for him a bit. I think he's had to, he's had to unravel a lot of crap I, that was left behind by Ryan Johnson. I think he started it off on the wrong foot by having the Empire back in the First Order. It was like I'm just basically doing a rehash on The Force Awakens, which I did enjoy, but it's just a rehash, and that's, that, it was a weak start to the, to the, to the whole thing. Yeah. And Joel, yeah. what was your worst film of the year then? Uh, probably Dark Phoenix for me. Like, Ooh, yeah. um, Ooh, good one. You know, you know I, I, I didn't see it at the so cinema. X-Men. Yeah, X-Men, oh, yeah, yeah. So I'd read a lot of the reviews and they'd all slated it. But, you know, with these kind of superhero films, I always think, well, you know, I'll probably still enjoy it or still, you know, like it. But it was just, like kind of Alex just said then for Star Wars, it was just incoherent inco- completely. Like, it, the story just made zero sense. Mm. Um, like, what they did with some of the characters just was completely mind-blowing in the wrong way. And I think when, I think it's come down to it now when they're handling these type of big franchises like Star Wars or, you know, any of the comics or anything that's got a massive kind of fan following they need to get somebody in who knows what they're doing and who actually loves, you know, the franchise because it, you can just tell when it's made by people who have never seen or watched or, you know, taken part in any of the, uh, you know, kind of fan fiction that, that goes along with it. So it, it was just a, a mess from start to finish. It was as bad as all the reviews said. Yeah, I'm going to say Eli. I don't need to say much more. We talked about it a lot. We talked about the fire. What about the fire? Special effects on the fire for me. I had the font and that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, my worst one was the dead don't die. 
it was painfully was shit. The Jim Jarmusch Jesus one. Christ. If I wasn't a Limitless member and didn't watch it technically for free, I would be writing to Jim Jarmusch demanding my seven ninety five. <laughs> like, send me it right now. It was awful. Every single actor in that film seemed like they just didn't want to be there. And the story was just terrible. The majority of the characters didn't have any arcs at all. They just appeared and then died. Some of them even dying off screen. But, sorry. So this is my question. Who likes Jim Jarmusch films? I don't know. I've never met anyone. I honestly reckon who likes Jim Jarmusch Bill Murray films. and that's it. You know, like <laughs> like he's got he's got and he so just much, bankrolls them. No, he's just so he's got so much pull in Hollywood that people will just do what he says. He's yeah. like, oh, Jim Jarmusch did a good one, didn't he? Oh, I don't know, Bill. He's like, yeah, he did. He's like, like it's honestly like the dialogue in it was painfully shit. Like, um, it was delivered like incredibly slow, no motivation, and contained a lot of like not so hilarious fourth wall breaks as well. No, like, no, no, no. oh, I knew my character was going to die because Jim Jarmusch, the director, told me so. He let me look at the script. That's that's like a line in the in the film. It's no, like no. it's it's bad. No, uh, Ryan Reynolds, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is literally like Jim Jarmusch is as close as he can to saying, "Someone stop me, please!" Yeah. <laughs> I've literally, I'm, I'm doing this now. Stop me from making films. I'm surprised you didn't go for Cats after your rant about that. Well, okay, so moving quickly oh, on right, to okay. worst performance. Oh, okay, uh, so I, I think I'm going to go first. Then the entire cast of Cats, fucking hell, <laughs> that Taylor Swift. film was bad. Taylor Swift, especially. Like, like, there is not a single person in this film that you have a shred of respect for once you've left the Aren't cinema. Are you a big James Corden fan now? <laughs> I, 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 I mean, fair play to James Corden because I honestly thought before going in and watching this that I couldn't like him any less. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, there's some people in this, like, Idris Elba, man. You're like watching and you're like, what are you doing? What are you doing, Idris? And he's wearing this big, thick coat throughout the entire thing and then he takes it off and he's wearing this, like, like skin tight leotard with his gravelly bulge. cat voice like yes. this. <laughs> He's my cavity, isn't he? Oh right. Like Ray Winston's in it as well. Like, like it's just the, the yeah, no, people stop in there. it. And Judy Dench, right? And Judy Dench. And Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen <laughs> bottles onto stage, right? And <laughs> uh, the, the the premise is that like they're essentially singing and one of them gets picked, you know, like it's Not like a competition. Die, no, two's I essentially. Oh, right. I've never seen cats, but yeah. I know it's a shit. But it's, it's to go on to like another life, a better life. To or die whatever. and get reborn, right? Exactly. So Ian McKellen comes on and he's mm. singing and like that is not acting. I genuinely believed that Ian McKellen wanted his life to end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's not a hell of a performance. <laughs> oh, oh, it was awful. Absolutely awful. Sorry. Anyway, uh, Dave? Um, worst performance for me. Uh, I'm going to go for a full cast as well, just to kind of like share the blame a little bit. But I'm going to say, Men in Black comes close. It was a pretty poor performance from, from some decent actors. But... Hobbs and Shaw. We no, oh, we did this. The, I think yeah. this, is, this is gone I'm controversial. Not, I'm going to say the majority of the cast of Hobbs and Shaw have done did a piss poor job. I think. I mean, the script wasn't much to work with anyway. But we. I remember us doing this on the podcast, and you know what? That wasn't as good as you guys made it out to be. Oh my! Thank goodness. you, Dave. <laughs> it I, really was. You can keep your script and you can keep your acting. I just want shit to blow up, and I, <laughs> and I want the rock to blow it up, and that's yes. what it got. Yeah. But, but does he have to deliver a good performance? Is he? Does so? Pardon? Does he have to deliver a good performance as he does so? No. Nope. No, he does not. And henceforth, why it's in this category for me. Mm. I think it was very by You've the book. You've twisted my words round against yeah, me, Dave. I think it was, <laughs> it was very by the book. It was very... Uh, those who didn't embarrass themselves just played it safe. And I actually do class The Rock and Jason Statham as playing it safe. 
I think most of the other people I mean, in, the, in that when cast. When does he play it dangerous? Well, <laughs> to be fair though, it's just it's it was poor performances from everybody else involved who didn't play. Boo. Like, who tried to do something different? Yeah. Boo, Boo indeed. Boo. I'm moving swiftly on, Alex. I'm going for an entire cast as well. Sorry, it seems like we're doing the same thing here. Uh, Dark Phoenix, basically what Joel said. I won't talk for too long. But it's pretty amazing where you can take like James McAvoy, who I really like, Michael Fassbender, who I quite like, Jennifer Lawrence, I absolutely love, Nicholas Holt, Ty Sheridan, Evan Peters, and Jessica Chastain. I love those actors and I absolutely couldn't stand them in that film. So yeah, that was impressive. <laughs> well done, Dark Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Joel? Uh, yeah, I mean, if there's ever a film where I've watched and you think, God, just quit now. It's It was uh, Final Blood, Rocky. Oh, uh, it was oh. like Stallone was just, oh, I mean, he, let's be fair, he's never been good, but he's one of those people who maybe could carry it off, you know, back in the 80s and 90s when he was, there was that kind of, uh, you know, era. Yeah. Yeah. But now it was, it. Uh, just watch it and see. Well, don't watch it actually. I, I couldn't understand <laughs> half the stuff he was saying. I, I mean, and I know that's sort of like been his thing for years. Yeah, but, but it's important for a film, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it was, I was like, what? Like, I just don't understand. Okay, so moving on from that, we're going to go to best performance of 2019. Uh, start with uh, Dave. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with quite a random one, actually. No one you, you will be seeing at award ceremonies or anything like that. But I'm going to go with Billy Lord from Booksmart. Now, mm. she's only a tertiary character. She's not one of the main ones. But after the film, you found yourself thinking back to her moments in that film. She was absolutely the stellar performance. And I've seen Billy Lord in a couple of things, and she's never really had the chance to impress. And I do think she's not had the chance. She's not got the good roles yet. This was a good role. She plays this absolute wild child, you know, weird for the sake of being weird almost, but so off the chart weird. It's just fascinating to watch her. She shows up in a scene, you're mesmerized by her. The performance was fantastic. And yeah, keep your eye out for Billy Lord in the future. Brilliant. Uh, Alex? Lupita Nyong'o in Us, like yeah. spellbinding. Both sides of it, like, they're just, just incredible. The the sort of the creepy, the way she changed her voice in it and, you know, the, I don't know, the twist at the end and stuff. I, I just think, I, I, I really liked Us, um, but I think that performance is what made it an absolutely stellar film. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I was originally going to say the same thing, but I, I'm going to say... Renee Zellweger in Judy. Interesting. Um, now, I th- this is funny for me I because yeah, I didn't really like the film. I don't think it was done very well. I mean, it was all right. It was watchable, but it was a bit messy, and it was it was it just felt like it was missing something, especially because I'd just seen Rocketman previously, which not, I really loved. Not the best biopic. Yeah, no biopic or biopic. 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 Bi- <laughs> biopic. Bi- Biopic, uh, biopic. Uh, no, but it, it wasn't the best biopic I'd seen, especially because I just watched uh, Rocket Man. But Zellweger's performance in it was absolutely fantastic. She just won the Golden Globe for Best Actress. I can definitely see her being nominated for the Oscars, and hopefully, maybe she'll get that as well. Because I think you know, especially because she's been off screen for quite some time, and uh, you know, I think she's got a lot of shit from the press um, for like a personal life. And I think this would just be a really, really good way to say, you know what, fuck you. Is, is it too obvious for me to go with uh, Joaquin Phoenix in the joke? Not at no, all. No, not at all. I think he did a, a pretty good job and he got lauded for it all over, everywhere, wasn't he? You know, it's um, mm. quite a decent take. I, I think um, he did a good job at showing someone who's really, um, you know, quite mentally unstable. And, um, and I think he did a good job at dealing with, um, just dealing with mental illness, I thought. As a, on, a, on a whole. Mm. But it's a bit of an odd take for the Joker, I thought. So, no, he did a good, good job. Good stuff. And Joel, finally? Uh, yeah, again, a little bit of a random pick because I don't think this guy is actually the best actor in the world. But I'm going to go for Aaron Paul in El Camino. You know, I just think 
at the end of Breaking Bad, you know, he, you know, spoilers, but he, you know, he just kind of got out of being held captive. And I just think the range of emotions that he had to kind of show in El Camino, like being scared, you know, kind of reintegrating himself back into society and that type of thing. I just think he did a really, really good job. Don't necessarily think the film needed to be made. But I do think it's, if you like Breaking Bad, then it's an enjoyable watch. Thanks, man. I'm just at the end of episode 312. <laughs> 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 Fucking wasting my time. <laughs> okay, so a, fi- yeah. a film that you were pleasantly or unpleasantly surprised by in 2019, Dave? Pleasant surprise. I've just mentioned it before. Booksmart. When did that film, just because a mate wanted to go see it, I wasn't really convinced, but I hadn't heard much about it. Critics had been less than kind, to be perfectly fair don't understand why i came out of that film thinking that was one of the best things i saw this year it was superb um i don't know why critics uh stuck the knife in so much it was brilliant so very pleasant surprise I definitely agree um joel um yeah john wick three for me because i think number two although it was still decent like it really wasn't as strong as the first one and mm. then number three they just completely knocked it out the park they did everything bigger better you know the story actually made sense Keanu Reeves was great so I was actually really pleasantly surprised not that I was expecting shit but you know I just wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was I was pleasantly surprised at enjoying it and then I was unpleasantly surprised when he slowly (laughs) stuck a knife in someone's eye (laughs) I did find that surprising and the best dog acting I've seen since Bone Alone (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I was pleasantly surprised by uh, Hustlers uh, if anybody saw that Anne Hathaway no, no, uh, that was The Hustle. Oh, so right, The Hustlers was uh, the real life story about the exotic dancers who con their clients out millions of dollars, oh, uh, yeah. starring, starring uh, Jennifer Lopez. Of course, you watched that one. <laughs> it was alongside bikini med school. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, like it was fantastic. Uh, it, like some of the performances in it as well. I, I thought it was going to be like more of a comedy, but it was more of a sort of a dramedy, more dra- more dramatic. Jennifer Lopez in it was unreal. She was like her performance was fantastic, and like her dancing as well. You can tell that like she'd really been like kind of uh, putting in the the hours with regards to. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. No, no, sure, sure, sure. Just put a no. cushion on it, mate. No, but you'd be putting the hours developing a character. Slow mo dancing and Jennifer Lopez just made the film. Yeah. Like, you guys just got to make it sick, haven't you? <laughs> but I will say, similar to what Dave was saying, Constance Wu, who was in it, who played Destiny, watch out for her because she's destined for big things. She was incredible in this film. Uh, okay, so, and, and lastly, Alex? Oh, uh, yeah, I would say my pleasant surprise was Knives Out. I, I I thought it'd be good a whodunit with a big cast, but what I was expecting was everyone to be a bit hammy and to be going for the performances, but I actually quite liked the fact that it was uh, everyone was pretty restrained and Ryan Johnson did a terrific job. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm just going to jump in uh, rather than lastly. You okay, must totally miss me out, you dick. Right. <laughs> you keep on doing this, like, uh, cutting, like cutting your neck as if to say I don't have anything. That's not what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised by it last Christmas. Um, oh, yeah. I thought it was going to be in the hat and it, and it wasn't. So I, I, then I thought, I'll watch this for nothing. But actually, it was all right. Not too bad, bad a film. Not a great film, but um, certainly better than most of what we reviewed for Christmas. Got like, torn to shreds. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it, it was all right. On the know. side of buses, it just looked like sort of typical yeah, it's Christmas. Not, oh, is it? It, it is. is typical yeah. Christmas, but I think it's done, rel- it, it's done relatively well. It, it got a really bad... Bad press, oh say. yeah, it got absolutely yeah. shot on. But yeah. I thought it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, way, way better than it got. It got uh, I mean, like, like I, th- I think my main issue with it is the story. So 
like spoilers for anybody who wants to watch Last yeah, Christmas. That's a big issue. Right, or like <laughs> just the premise of it, right? So spoilers is that um, like it's based on the song. Like so <laughs> like literally it's like Emma Thompson listened to the song and they made a film out of it. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. <laughs> they made a film <laughs> yeah, based on The very next day, you gave it away. But like, and like that, that Wait, is, is it. That, is it like taken literally? Yeah, they, yeah. Like, yeah. It has quite, a heart transplant. Yeah, yeah, you figure it out very, Fuck very off. quickly. Yeah. Is that genuinely <laughs> yeah, yeah, true? Yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. it sounds amazing. <laughs> no, I, I, it's I, an interesting yeah. take on the song. But, but, but the thing is, is, is that <laughs> where, as soon as you get onto it, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, so, but it, it, was, it was still enjoyable. Uh, okay, so um, uh, best film that we reviewed on the show in 2019, Austin, surely you were present mm. for, for all of them. I was present for all of them, I... What about Ben Wes Anderson film? Yeah, we did uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. You can say Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. We did Spider-verse, Bottle yeah, Rocket. No, yeah. That was 2018. Again. No, but we reviewed it in 2019. Uh, December 2018. Oh, did we? we? Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. you, Austin. No. I'm going to move on because this is boring me. Alex? <laughs> uh, Mother. I thought that film was incredible. Jesus. Incredibly shit. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, no, I, I, know, I know I was a bit on my own on that one, but uh, it was one of the most interesting films I'd seen in a very long time. Whatever you think about it, it does provoke some strong reactions. I liked it a lot. Provoked a headache for me. <laughs> uh, Dave? Where Eagles there. Oh. I'm, I'm pleased I brought that to the table. It's just, I'd said it on the on the very podcast, if you listen to that episode, it does exactly what it says on the tin. No airs, no graces, no, no, no ideas above its station. Yeah, no ideas above its station. It's just, boom, Where Eagles there. Enjoy. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and Joel? Uh, Chains of Busan. It's just a great film. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah, actually. I was thinking that to be fair because it's such a great film, but I, I've gone for us because, you know, yeah. what, what, everything Dave was saying before. Uh, and I'm just so excited uh, for um, the adaptation of, no, of, of Candyman because that's <laughs> what Jordan Peele's going to be working I'm on. Looking next. forward to that, yeah. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to that. Okay, so, uh, like, uh, hang on, Ozzy, have you got it yet? What's your favourite film that we reviewed? I, I'm, I, I've liked a lot of the films we reviewed. That's not the, the question. <laughs> My favourite one, I don't know, maybe Grand Budapest. I just love it. It's a great film. Mm. What about Detective Pikachu? That wasn't too bad now that I've got roast, <laughs> roast tinted glasses. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I you've forgotten most of it. Yeah, it was all right. I, I remember it being a nice day out. Me and Gav went and watched that together. You see, that was quite pleasant. Sentimental. Sounds like you like Gav more than I'm going to stick with Busan. I think that was... that was. So, but I was another one I was surprised by as a, mm. as a film you know and it didn't come out 2019 but I was surprised I was I liked it mm. do you, do you reckon it? that's why we enjoyed Skyscraper so much because we had a little day out for that I as well so, yeah. we had a nice little drink and like yeah, afterwards uh, little gin nice little something to eat as well nice little massage mutual massage <laughs> it's, it's incredible yeah I'm going to do the same yeah everyone else is doing the same hand gestures before but <laughs> I, I'm keeping my thoughts to myself <laughs> okay so what Written was the worst <laughs> film that we reviewed last year I'm going to start with Alex Mandy I couldn't stand Mandy. Really? I thought it was awful. I do. I couldn't. Like, I, I thought we'd all turn up and be like, "Oh my god, that was awful." And then you actually, you all seem to have enjoyed it. Wasn't it. that bad? I it thought, wasn't great, but it I, wasn't that bad. I, I thought it was just empty and really pretentious. Empty. And I don't really throw that word around a lot. But if I you think why. it's pretentious, <laughs> then yeah, <laughs> it normally okay. is. Uh, Joel, why? Uh, crosswords for me. I know we kind of said it's not as bad as the reviews make out, and that's true, but it still doesn't mean it's good. It is shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, look at looking through the list, I think that was... There were a few contenders. Eli was up there. Uh, f- pretty much all of the Halloween horror months were up there, actually. But, like Count um, of Monte Cristo. 
That's not too bad. I like that. Did you not like that? I don't think so, no. no. I quite liked it. <laughs> there were bits that we obviously we laughed about, but I just don't think I really enjoyed it as a film. <laughs> so you're going for Count of Monte Cristo? Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to drag this out for too long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to say that because I, I could never say Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, I've done it. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I just have to say Count of Monte Bisto. <laughs> uh, Dave? <laughs> Sucker punch, without a doubt. Just an um, irredeemable yeah. film. It's yeah. awful. Oh, Jesus, it was painful it, to watch. It's just bad. Um, yeah, Sucker Punch, without a doubt. Worst film we Shite. It's like been written like a fourteen-year-old boy, just like mm. explosion, explosion, short pants, boobs, explosion. You know, yeah, it's diabolical. It sounds like Alex's best film. To be honest. <laughs> um, okay, uh, for me, um, Fifty Shades of Grey. Fucking, Ooh, fucking yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely yeah, awful. That's a good actually, I thought you hated Love Actually. Well, that's my next. I fucking uh, do. Yeah, yeah, I fucking that. do. <laughs> well, I'm going to say Fifty Shades of Grey. I just don't. I can't believe that they made a film that everybody hated because like, not everybody hated it though. Did the women enjoy no, it? No, no, no. Well, this is the thing. You know, like, so, like, like people really enjoyed the book. They had a fan base there. All they had to do was make a film for the people who enjoyed the book, but they didn't even fucking do that. <laughs> they made a film that people were just like apathetic about. Um, and that's why. Then you can see that by the the fact that the second and the third film just like dissipated. Yeah, yeah. And no one really was going in. Exactly. You should have just turned it into porn by the second one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so films that were annoyed when on the hit list. I'm going to start off this one. Fucking love, actually. Yes, love, actually. I'm with you on that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that film deserves to be there. That's a good film. Let's, uh, let's, should we not, though? Let's move on. Move on. Let's move on. We don't want this turned into uh, an hour and a half. Yeah. If you really want to get to the bottom of that, listen to I went the for episode. American Pie. I think we reviewed it in 2020 eyes rather than at the time, and I just think it was a good film at the time. Uh, and um, so you're annoyed it went on. The, you're annoyed it went on the hit list. It's the shit list. It went on oh, the right. shit list. He's just annoyed at the. Uh, oh right, okay. Where it went, Dave. Yeah. Uh, is this films that went on the hit list or went on the shit list? Yeah, you're annoyed it went on the hit list. Oh, right. oh well, uh, I, I answered the wrong question. <laughs> <laughs> annoyed it went on the hit list. Uh, crossroads and I'm the prick that did it. <laughs> it was just, I'd never seen Crossroads in my life, and I just did it purely on the arguments, which we're all, we're meant to anyway. I did it purely on the argument. Gav batted it out of the park. It was a very good argument he put forward. And yeah, I trusted Gav. And since I did watch it afterwards, and yeah, it was piss poor. It doesn't deserve to be Don't on this. Don't trust me. No. Ever. <laughs> Ever. But I will say, I actually like Crossroads, so go and fuck no. yourself. <laughs> I feel like I you've, no, you've put yourself into like, you've backed yourself into a corner <laughs> and you just feel like you've got to defend Crossroads until like, you know, listen, deep down, listen, there's some part of you. You are talking to a guy. I just think it's You are talking to a guy who enjoys trauma movies, mm. who likes Bone Alone, who has a DVD of Bula Quo. That's you know true. what I mean? I, I am unpredictable <laughs> and I, well, and I like way, Crossroads. Like yeah. Donald Trump of the group. <laughs> yeah. uh, Joel, what was the one you were annoyed that you went on the shit list? Um, I I went for Eli I mean I picked it but (laughs) uh, you know I I, I did pick it blind so that's my defence and it is it's not like completely bottom tier bone alone trash tier but it's it's, you know it's it's like one or two tiers up so (laughs) it should have been on the shit list but I did an absolutely stellar job talking about being sold down the river on that one Dave eh (laughs) what was that (laughs) Uh, Austin what was was the film that you were annoyed when on the hit list I can't remember I don't don't keep a track of what was on the hit or the shit anymore isn't that part of your job (laughs) it was yeah but that that website that page on the website is uh, hidden very old (laughs) (laughs) only people who know what the link is can get to that page I think and 
Uh, but so what film are you annoyed when on the shit list then, Austin, if you remember that? Again, I can't remember what goes on what list. I'm, I'm all about the moment. I'm here to defend or prosecute. <laughs> to, to be and fair, if that, you look through the list of episodes we've done and you don't remember which way it went, it didn't matter that much to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave? Uh, the one, I, Theatre of Blood, actually. Uh, I had to look at my list that I did right there. Yeah, Theory of Blood. I, I wasn't too bothered at the time. It is a very flawed film, I will accept. But you know what? I, I think that's worthy of hit list status. Mm-hmm. I think that should have been on there. I think it... it <laughs> It was not, a classic, and it was it was inspiring in a lot of way, and it we were, it made the genre. Not, it made the slasher those, genre. None of those Halloween films deserve no, to be on the hit list. No, I think I think <laughs> Theatre of Blood is the exception. I mean, if you look at the Rotten Tomato score, it's actually got one of the best Rotten Tomato scores we've ever seen on a film that we've reviewed. Oof. Yeah, yeah, check it out, check it out. I, I, I don't know what film you've been looking up, Dave. But <laughs> 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 you told me in the episode. <laughs> I, and uh, I, um, Alex. Uh, us, I do think that was a that was a bad one. Did that go on yeah. the shit list? That went on the shit list. Yeah. Aussie, yeah. you put it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I did uh, come back the next week to say actually I enjoyed us. Yeah, no, I know, yeah, but, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, but I'm, I'm, still, I'm still upset about you it. Should have done a better job defending it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. I mean, that's like some that's like a judge who sentenced somebody to death the next week. Going like, you know what? I think he was innocent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, oh well, he's innocent now. Who was defending that one, by the way? Uh, you out defended it me I prosecuted it yeah. Yeah. yeah so did you Dave yeah uh, I did as well I, I think uh, my one is uh, La La Land and I was prosecuting it so as soon as uh, I, I prosecuted it I was oh, like yeah, yeah. you know what I really enjoyed that film I and, think uh, what we've learned from all of these films really is that Gav cannot be trusted <laughs> <laughs> should not be trusted okay but and for a very final point what film would you like to see put on trial in 2020 now this can be a film that is coming out in 2020 that's just come out in 2019 or any any year uh, so <laughs> Into the Wild for me yeah the one with uh, Emil Hirsch it's an interesting one loads of people have different opinions on it but I think it's beautiful Sean Penn's direct, directorial debut when you say different opinions, you mean like different degrees of how shit it is? Like most films and everything, actually. <laughs> I think you, you and I have very different opinions on it, I think, Alex. Which is unusual for us. <laughs> <isn't it>? <laughs> <laughs> Dave? Um, on the complete other end of the scale, Galaxy Quest. Oh. Honestly, I don't know if it's good or bad. I want to put it to you guys and find out. Me and Kat really like it. We think it's a really good film. Um, but... I, I can understand that I may be wrong in that in that conception, so I want to bring that to the table. I think it's one of those films that could go either way. I think we need more of those. I actually really like Alice Quest. Uh, good, good. Uh, we, we know who's defending <laughs> it. Oh, judging, I think. Yeah. And uh, Joel? Uh, so mine will be the new James Bond film. Because oh, <laughs> yes. uh, Daniel Craig has been, let's be honest, he's he's been hit, miss, shit, shit, shit. So, has like, it been uh, hit? Shit, 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 shit. No, I, I think Skyfall. I think Skyfall is considered a hit in my eyes. Yeah, yeah I think it's like and in hit, the majority, incredibly shit, hit, and then shit, pretty shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hit, incredibly shit, shit, shit. Skyfall was quite good. No matter what you think of it, it there's you know room for error in there. Let's say so. <laughs> I think it'll be interesting <laughs> to see if it's good or bad. Yeah, uh, I, Austin. I, I, 
I'd really like to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles go on there. What is it with you and Turtles? <laughs> I've got an obsession with Because <laughs> I watched Ninja Turtles. What, the original one? Okay. Because yeah. I watched the... Um, oh, yeah. What, the 90s one? Yeah. The, yeah oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, I watched this thing that Who's Toys They Made Us on. I don't tell you. Of course. I, I He's my that. favourite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, watched, uh, I watched that thing, The Toys That Made Us on Netflix the other day. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. It, and it came on and it reminded me of it. I was like, shit, is that actually a good film? Or, or no, I couldn't remember. I remember enjoying it. Yeah. But I wonder whether it's it holds up, you know, like so many of those films. Is it actually good, or was it just good at the time? Yeah, I mean, probably not. <laughs> uh, my one, so I, I just want more films that I find really good, but other people think might be shit, um, like Judgment oh. Night, a film about <laughs> privileged posh guys getting chased by street thugs, starring Emilio Estevez, uh, or the Stephen King collection of horror stories, Cat's Eye. Or Heart and Souls, where Robert Downey Jr. has four life counsellors, but they're all ghosts. You know, just really, really good films. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, really, really good films. Really, yeah. really good films. And, and, and I can't wait to put them on, on trial. Um, okay, so thank you very much for that, guys. Okay, so moving on to uh, a bit of a quiz. So I thought I would do a quiz about 2019. So this is a big bumper quiz with probably quite difficult questions about events in the movie world that happened in 2019 and some of the biggest films from 2019 as well, okay? I can okay. only think of, like, one major, major event of 2019. What was that? Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that 2017 yeah. or something? Yeah, that, that's been brewing for a while. <laughs> it's been over a little period. It was probably around the same time that uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse came out. <laughs> Did you just go into hibernation for like a year and a half? Anyway, okay, question number one. Uh, so fingers on your buzzers, please, guys. How many films did Disney produce or co-produce that featured in the worldwide top 10 grossing movies of 2019? Oh. Bam. Dave? Seven. Seven? Anybody higher or lower uh, than seven? Eight. Twelve. Um, out of the top ten, Joel? Oh, out of the top ten. Oh, yeah. out of the top ten. I thought Five. you said how many. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for nine. I'm saying ten. Um, I'm going to say Dave is closest with uh, seven. It's actually eight. Alex, you did mm. say eight, but then oh, you fucked it up. <laughs> um, so, Endgame, obviously, The Lion King, Frozen 2, Captain Marvel, Toy Story 4, Aladdin, Star Wars 9, and they co-produced Spider-Man Far From Home as well. A bonus question. Can anybody name the three other top ten films on the list? Well, it was eight with Disney, so... Oh, sorry, two. Uh, so, yeah, they, uh, they got named two yeah. films. Two films. The other two um, films that were in the top ten. I don't know why goes. I quite challenged here. I'm not going to get two films. Joker. Yes, that Joker is one at number seven. Hobbs um, and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. That's right. Hobbs and Shaw. Our boy Dwayne, bringing it back. <laughs> okay, so we all know that Avengers Endgame was the highest grossing film of 2019 uh, and of all time now, as predicted by me in last year's review of my ad. But by how many million did it outgross the second highest earning film of last year, The Lion King? The cl closest one. 40 million. 40 million. 40 million. Bearing in mind, I'm gonna um, go for Avengers yeah. Endgame is nearly 3 billion. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm going to um, go for 300 million. 300 million? You know what? 400 million. Alex, <laughs> I will lower than 400 million. 600 million. <laughs> <laughs> and it made 3 billion. Yeah. 
Well, nearly, like 2.8, I think. I think $1 billion. Well, ooh, I'm going to say Aussie's closest. $826 million. Jesus, well, yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, so uh, finally, there has been a shift towards improving equal pay for actresses in Hollywood, with the world's 10 highest paid actresses earning 69% more than they did the previous year. Uh, to the nearest million, what did they collectively earn? So the top 10 highest uh, grossing actors of last year, what did they collectively earn? What did the top one I think Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, what did Robert Downey Jr. and I, I can't fucking remember. Like what did 60 he earn million? just for just for, just for that, that, That's that's, that's actor talking about actresses. Uh, seven hundred mil. Seven hundred mil. Uh, high roll over. Going to go low. It's going to go. It's pushing me up. Three hundred fifty million. I'm going to go for five hundred. I'm going to go lower. I think it's still got a long way to go. I'm going to say one hundred and fifty million. Well, it does have a long way to go, but Alex is, is quite close. 315 million. Oh, wow. Obviously, as you said, there's obviously still more that needs to be done um, because it is still far less than the amount of the top 10 leading men pulled in. Anybody like to hazard a guess? 700 million. 700 a million? billion. 6.4 billion. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Dave's quite close. It's 600 million. Yeah. So, and 300 million of that was uh, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> well, who was the highest earning actress of 2019? Jr. Actress. Uh, actress. Uh, Jennifer. Florence. Margot Robbie. Scarlett Johansson. Well done, Joel. Scarlett Johansson. Uh, with a lot of that coming from Black Widow. Anybody like to guess how much Johansson earned last year? 90 mil. 90 mil? 105 mil. 67 uh, 106 million. I'll tease closer. It's 56 Sorry. million. <laughs> right. And wow. then who was the highest earning actor of 2019? Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr., everybody? Yes. No, no. no. Dwayne the Rock, Rock Johnson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, the Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, anybody like to guess how much he earned? 200 million. Uh, no. Not, not as high as that. Not, not, not as high as that. 89.4 oh, million. Shit, More and, than double. Yeah, Watch. more than double. And just to show He's how unbalanced there. the pay still is in Hollywood, and for all those detractors who say that it might not be a big issue, can you tell me which comedy actor slash producer earned more than Scarlett Johansson? Uh, Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. Adam fucking Sandler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he just works hard, man. 57 <laughs> million, and he still wasn't in the top five highest earning actors. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, moving on uh, to the, the Oscars. Uh, number Question number six, which film took home the most Oscars at the 91st Academy Awards? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, Dave. Well Bohemian done. Rhapsody. Uh, well uh, how many? Uh, seven. Four. Four. But, uh, it's even noticed on his face there. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointment. Um, okay, uh, the next question. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was released early this year and it is Quentin Tarantino's ninth movie. Which of his previous movies is the biggest box office earner? Which which one of his previous films? At the box office. At the box office. Django. 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 Anybody hateful else? Hateful Eight. Uh, Ozzy. I'm going to say Hateful Eight as well. Well, you're wrong. Uh, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have waited so long. Uh, <laughs> Alex and, and Dave are right. It is Django Unchained. Uh, okay. Question number eight: The Fast and the Furious franchise expanded its universe with the criminally underappreciated Tops and Shaw this year. <laughs> Financially very appreciated, <laughs> critically. But which actor did Dwayne Johnson want to play his brother before scheduling conflicts resulted in Cliff Curtis being oh, cast? Oh yeah. Um, Roman Reigns. No, Roman Reigns did play one of his brothers. No. Now, was we, it a wrestler? It wasn't a wrestler. We did talk about this. This is the bit of trivia yeah. from the episode, but you obviously don't fucking pay attention. Give us a clue then. Uh, this guy is a massive uh, action star is it in his guy? own right. Is it the guy from Jurassic Park? Uh, Mark and Wahlberg? No, no, Jurassic Park Chris and Pratt. Guardian Galaxy. No, oh, no. Uh, okay, uh, more associated with DC films. Um, Jason Cavill. Momoa. Jason Momoa. Well oh, done. Well done, oh, Dave. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, question number nine. Toy Story returned to our screens for a sequel nobody asked for, but who provided the voice of Daredevil Toy Duke Kaboom? Uh, it's Keanu Reeves. Yes. Oh, wow. God, I mean, did, any, did, this, did anybody, I mean, apart from Dave, watch any films last year? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that we don't watch the films, it's just we don't remember anything after New Year's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I've got a lot of fucking questions to get through here. Question number 10. Uh, speaking about Keanu Reeves, his John Wick character returned for a third instalment, but which very, very, very British actor did a pretty piss poor job of playing an Italian crime boss in the film? Benedict Cumberbatch. No. <laughs> Oh, oh shit um, it's, God, anybody, I don't remember at all Did anybody watch this film? Yeah, yeah. No but, And who yeah, played the I Italian can't. coin maker? I can remember the scene but I just can't remember Is he the, the same uh, Italian coin maker from number two as well? No uh, right. I, 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 I'll give you a clue He's from Game of Thrones Oh, oh uh, Does he normally get killed in every film he's in? Uh, the no. guy that you absolutely love Dave I can't remember his name uh, yeah, run out of time. Okay, he was one half of a Simon Cowell produced musical act where they sang on Chain Melody. Jerome Flynn. <laughs> Jerome Flynn. <Yeah. laughs> Amazing. I missed that one. Okay, um, question number 11. The Joker became the highest grossing R rated film of all time. But what was so controversial about the infamous stairs scene from the film? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's, um, is it because of the location and it's in a really deprived part of the Bronx or is it the Bronx? I don't no, know but that's but, also, I'll give you a yeah. point for that. Uh, it's also that it featured the song Rock and Roll Part 2 by Gary Glitter. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay, uh, question number 12. Avengers Endgame uh, was the biggest gruesome film of, well, of all time, actually. Which character has the very last line of the film slash the Infinity Saga? Uh, Groot. No. <laughs> that would have been pr- pretty apt. Um, Peter Parker. No, no, no it was um, wasn't it Iron Man. It's no Robert Downey Jr. No, no, no. Seeing happens after he, he, oh. he dies. Uh, not Thor. No. Mm. Captain America come on Joel yes Dave's right Captain America Steve Rogers well yeah well Steve Rogers now there's no Captain America it's just general old man Steve Rogers okay and uh, which uh, major director criticised the MCU films for being being well done Joel Uh, okay and his latest film The Irishman is Netflix's awards hopeful this year but how long is the film's running time 3 hours and 20 minutes no because those 10 minutes at the end are just credits and you can ignore them I'll I'll give give Ozzy a point for that 3 hours and 41 uh, no. No. <laughs> no, no, the 30 jo- minutes Joel, Joel was right, yeah. uh, but obviously he also gets a point. Uh, okay, uh, Bong Joon-ho uh, Ho, uh, is another director who released a film last year with Parasite, who has also previously worked with Netflix. What was the name of his Netflix-produced fantasy? Eli. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the year that was. <laughs> it's about a giant, uh, kind of genetically modified super animal. Oh, uh, oh, um, shit. The no. big pig. Yeah, the oh, big yeah. pig. There yeah. we go. Well done, Alex. Well done. Netflix also produced the critically acclaimed Marriage Story, but who was the director? Uh, Noah, Noah Baumbach. Yeah, well done. Uh, the question 17. This is such a fucking long quiz. Uh, Rocketman <laughs> was the critic Elton John. and... <laughs> well done. <laughs> it was the critic and uh, uh, audience acclaimed biopic of Elton John. Taron Egerton played the tiny dancer, but which gruff English actor did he replace in the role who was originally going to play Elton John? Jason Statham. No. <laughs> <laughs> Better not be Jerome Flynn again, Gav. <laughs> no, it's uh, Robson Green. <laughs> no, no one get this, Joel. Uh, it is one of your favourites, I reckon. Alan Partridge. Uh, no, it's not Alan Partridge or Jerome Flynn. Here's it's, a clue. Um, okay, he is also known as a, a DC supervillain. 
So, like, I have literally blocked DC from memory. So, uh, this is from the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Oh, Bane, uh, Tom Hardy. Yes, Tom Hardy. Well done. Uh, now, Booksmart was one of the funniest films of the year. But what is the second job that Jason Sudeikis's principal does to pay the bills, Dave? Uh, is he an Uber driver? Yes, he is. Uh, Joel, this one's for you. The Star Wars Skywalker saga came to a close recently, but what was the name of the latest wacky robot that was introduced to the universe? Oh, God, I had no idea. BB. What? BB-8? BD. No. You sort of started saying it, and then you kind of fucked up. D something. D. D. DDT. D-O. D-O. Oh, anyway. And talking about Star Wars, who the director of the best ever Star Wars film... Uh, released Knives Out last year. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> but who played the patriarch of the family? Christopher Plummer. Yes. Uh, well done. Uh, this, this quiz, I, don't worry, I've, still, I've only got five questions left. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Is it 2021 now? <laughs> uh, the, right, the second chapter of It made the killing of the box office, but what does Pennywise turn into at the end of the film? Big Spider. spider. Big Spider, well done, Alex. Uh, Dave, you're losing the momentum here. You're, you're no longer in first place. I'm just giving everyone else a chance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now Stephen King made a resurgence this year, or sorry, last year. What were the other two King adaptations released last Sleep. year? Doctor Sleep. And Carrie? No. Oh, that was like 2017 as well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> Dark Tower was 2018. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, uh, it was on 1920. No, that was. Joel's Game. No. Shit. No. Oh. It was the previous year. Oh, son of a bitch. What was it called? It was about a field. Oh, uh... Oh, oh, corn? No. oh shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> it wasn't, when, oh, shit. It was shit. pretty shit, though. It was pretty shit, yeah. Uh, something like... Fuck. 1920? It's uh, no. the one where they get in lost in a cornfield. the field. tall grass. Oh, yeah. Nice. Right, Frozen 2 became the highest grossing animated film of all time, but who provides the voice of Snowman Olaf? Olaf. Josh Gad. Yes. Step an ultimate question, sticking with Disney, which is the only performer from the original to return to the remake of The Lion King. James L. Jones. Yes. <laughs> and the very last question, the year ended with an adaptation of Little Women by acclaimed director Greta Gerwig, which is tipped for a nomination for Best Picture of the Year. Uh, what film did Gerwig direct in 2017 Lady that was nominated? Bird. Yes. Well done. Oh. That is it. I'm going to say... You all get a prize. Well, hey. well, cool. I what think do we get? You all get a feather on your way out. Hey. Oh, you know, I paid for those friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You can open the second layer of my Christmas Fox's Biscuits packet. Oh, <laughs> there we Thanks, go. man. No, Thanks, man. And, you, and you get first choice of whatever biscuit you want. Oh. Amazing. We'd have done that anyway, but thanks. <laughs> so, I ate the first layer. So, uh, so <laughs> we will return to our regular scheduling next week. Um, but just like to say thank you to everybody who's listened to this uh, sort of like what is it like a sneaky sort of smaller episode. I know it's if, still almost an hour long. Is it? Bleep oh, <laughs> that one oh, out. Uh, if you liked the episode, <laughs> please that one remember out well. to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, why not give us a five star review on our podcasts and uh, yeah, just spread the warm love that's Films on Trial. You can follow us on all of the usual Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Films on Trial and we'll be in your ears next week with whatever we're doing. The Irishman, maybe. See you later. Bye. Bye.